Hello, everybody. Welcome to RPG Cast, episode 283 for the week of October 19th, 2013. This is Chris Privet here on behalf of RPG Gamer telling you thank you for listening, and you are with Michael Tidwell. That'd be me, yo. John, you're worth. <laughs> He's fallen, he's fallen asleep. Anna Marie Privetier. Uh, no, my phone was my phone. My microphone was on mute. Oh, okay. <laughs> Introduce Manny first, because I have a great story. Emmanuel Marino. I also have a great story, so let me tell that for the next thirty minutes, so Anna can't get to talk. Yay. And Anna Marie Privetier. <laughs> yes. So I had the weirdest dream last night. Oh no. So I I I dreamt that I was a druid in World of Warcraft. Oh boy. And that I had Pokemon with me. And they were all of a different course. type. You were a druid hunter. <laughs> with Pokemon. And Malfurion was my dad. So not only did I have serious daddy issues, but I was clearly confused. He abandoned you for hundreds of years. In Pokemon there is never a father figure. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> so I was very confused, but I put it aside because all of my Pokemon had exclamation marks, and they all had a quest for me. <laughs> so one of them had a quest because they go back into their Pokeball when they faint, and they come back out when they've been healed. They wanted me to die and run back to my corpse so that they could see how it worked. So I jumped <laughs> off of Teldrassil. And then the second quest was to help out this group of people. So I hopped into a portal and I was in StarCraft 2. And I had to get a special unit from one side of the map to the other before the timer ran out. Because when the timer ran out, someone important showed up. And if the other thing wasn't there, then they got angry. So I failed it once. And then I did it because I checked on GameFAQs for the answer. <laughs> uh, Wait, but you're in the game. How do you check on GameFAQs for the answer? No, 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 no. I, I checked on GameFAQs. And then the third Pokemon wanted me to cook something for him. One of the other Pokemon? Yeah, that was the third quest that I took. And I put it in the oven and I burnt it. So I left it in the oven. And then the oven caught on fire mm. when Sam Beckett leaped in and started making lunch for three kids Oh! and turned on the oven and set it on fire. And then I woke up in a panic because the oven was on fire. Wait, wait, wait. Anna, when you woke up, did you say, oh, boy? No, but that would have been good. And that was my dream. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so how's everybody doing? Um... I don't know. So how, what did this have to do with Manny? Well, I wanted to go last so I could tell the story. Yeah, that's uh, all it had to do with Manny. Okay. I thought it had to do with Manny. All right, Manny, what's your story? Um, I hate when girls tell me about their dreams. Yay! I'm leaving now. No, I'm just joking. Yours is pretty interesting. In I like very... that you checked game facts. <laughs> Man, man, why don't more of my heroes check game facts for how to do things? It's weird. What, uh, how did you check it, though? Did you have a laptop in World of Warcraft? Why do we ask these questions? It's, did you check on a mobile phone? It's a dream. You just checked it. Well, yeah, but... Hmm. She, he actually projected on the game on the game facts. She just mentally imported game facts, and then it was there, and it's all good. Oh, it was like the Matrix or something, right? Exactly. 
Okay. There you go. Got it. Moving on. Mm. All right. <laughs> yes, moving on, indeed. <laughs> Thanks for joining us here at RP Gamer. There are two things I want to do. Um, tell you, one, how you can watch the show live every week. That's rpgamer.com slash live. That's where our live stream is. You can view it every week and see all the zaniness go down, as well as catch the pre-show, which was quite long this week because my audio card broke. And, oh, here, um, I thought you were just waiting for me to finish showering. No, my audio card broke and all this other stuff, and I don't know what's going on. Um, but I may get to buy a new sound card. Yay. Yay. Right. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Um, I like, I'm a sound card geek. I like new sound cards. Yay. I have a problem. <laughs> yes, I have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what to say now. I'm just going to be uh, I have a problem. And then, uh, there, yeah, yeah, and then was late on the notes and all this other stuff. So we're backed up. But you get to keep and, and join along in the conversation in the chat room at rpgamer.com slash live every week at 9 a.m. Pacific noon eastern i'd also like to promote something we're doing this year we are well every year really but every this year. year it's time for extra life 24 20 what what year is it 2013 extra life 2013 going on i chris privateer i'm your extra life okay i'm one of many I'm really not the, doing this well well I, you know if you don't cut me off it works i no, am really one of does. your extra life astronauts what do we call it? astronauts astronauts People players? who like games. What? People who like games. Just people who like... Real. I'm one of your extra life people who like games and will be playing them for 25 hours come November 2nd. And you can help. Why am I playing games for 25 hours coming November 2nd? Well, you know why? It's to help raise money for kids at various children's hospitals across this country and Canada as well. And I don't know where else it works, but I know those two countries for sure. We're raising money to do things, you know, like cure cancer, keep kids entertained while they are waiting for operations and, uh, you know, just generally improve the children's care in this country. So you can help out by sponsoring me. So I'm going to ask for your sponsorship. Why am I asking for your sponsorship instead of asking you to sponsor other people? basically because I want to make more money than the rest of them. Um, So you can go to the Extra Life page, click on our Make a Donation button, find my name, click on it, and sponsor me. And you know what that'll do? That'll enter you in a contest to win stuff. You know what kind of stuff? Here's a list of, here's some of the stuff you can win. You could win this week, uh, or this this week, this year, um, Elgato Game Capture HDs, Puppeteer Art Books, um, a copy of Killer is Dead for the PS3 signed by Suda51, um, play PlayStation Plus, your subscriptions. You can also win things like um, XCOM Enemy Unknown, Battlefield 4, um, The Elder Scrolls Anthology, which is a PC copy signed by Todd Howard from Bethesda. Two PS2, or excuse me, two PS3s. Okay, you'd only get one. Along with a copy of Dishonored. I want both. Yeah, well, tough. I want copies. There's quite a few things in here that I want. I want that Elder Scrolls anthology. Yeah. Um, Tons of games and swag from Zen Studios. We don't have the full list yet. Three game packs, courtesy of EA. Killzone Mercenary for the PlayStation Vita. A Thief t-shirt and a carry bag. Five co- oh boy, Anna, is this you? Five copies of Tulip for PSN. Five copies of Harvest Moon, A Wonderful Life for PSN. Five copies of River King for PSN. And five copies of Innocent Life for PSN. Wow, it sounds like if you donate, you have a really good chance of winning something. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, <laughs> there's two. 
Uh, let's see. I won't say this. We've got Atelier Maruru Premium Edition, Atelier Tutori Premium Editions, two of those. We got retail copies of Disgaea D2 and a PSN voucher for Disgaea D2. All this and more to come available if you just enter. I think, what do you need to start at? 10 bucks? Is it 10 bucks? Yep, $10. Bucks? $10. It's one ticket. Yeah, Nick's accidentally said $5 at some point, but it's 10 bucks. Yeah. So ten Are RPG bucks. staff members eligible? What, what if I give like $100? Uh, no, RPG staff members are not eligible. <gasps> oh, you bastards. Sorry. You better uh, enjoy this great free stuff. Other people who aren't going to... Okay, so yeah, the way this works, make a donation. Ten bucks, you get in. Now, if you want to excuse yourself from the contest side of things and be one of the people make, raising money for kids, you can join our team and, and help raise money. And then um, you, the people who donate to you, assuming you go on and forward the list to me when it's all over, will be entered in the contest as well. So that's that's cool as well. So people, uh, if you want in on this co- contest, donate. And like I said last week, if I make more money than Chris, everybody who donates to me gets a prize as well. And if I make more money than Anna, then shoot. So everybody's going to give to Anna now. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> I lose. I want my $1,000 medal. <laughs> I made $1,000 last year. It was awesome. You got oh. a medal? No, not, not not last year. It's new for this year. Is it yeah. a physical medal? Um, yeah, it's a physical medal. Oh. Mm. You put that on your, on your desk at work, Chris? Just be proud of yourself every time we look at it? Yeah, so you know. Yeah. Wouldn't um, wouldn't Paws get the medal and then you could just bask in her glory? Hmm. I don't know about that. Yeah, it's like I basking in my um, football trophy. It just doesn't work for you. Huh. Okay. Man, that's some good stuff. How did we? How did everyone wrangle all this stuff together? Well, and that's the thing. It's actually a short list compared to last year. So, hey, but some of this stuff is like Suda Fifty One autograph thing, the mm-hmm. Todd Howard anthology thing. Oh, some of that's pretty good stuff. I last agree. Year was the Nathan Drake shirt. Uh, Nathan Drake seat. Yeah, last year was the train seat. You're right. <laughs> Somebody took How that. In the they world did we that. get a Nathan Drake seat? No, oh, that's all through. Oh, right. We are partnering with PlayStationNation.org. Thank you. Uh, PSNation.org is, of course, helping us get a, a ton of these prizes. Um, it's, you know, we're kind of joining in on their contest is the way it works. And you can see more about the event at their site, PSNation.org. You can join their teams if you really want. But, you know, then you're not helping RP Gamer. I think you want to help RP Gamer, don't you think? Uh, help our team get to our $5,000 goal. And after that, help their team get to their, what the heck is their goal this year? $13,000. Um, then we'll make a total goal of eighteen grand, and everyone will be happy and all the kids will be cured of everything. That's a stretch yes, goal. Just like that. Just like that. Snap, snap, done. Snap, <laughs> snap, done. Everyone cured. <laughs> yep. Um, come November 2nd, we will be live streaming. I have an Elgato Game Capture HD. We will be using it to stream high-quality game footage this year. Um, and we might have other streams. I don't know if John's doing it. I don't know if Nick's is doing it. I don't know if anyone else is doing it or not. But RP Gamer at least have one stream going. PS Nation will have their stream going. Lots of stuff you can watch. Cheer us along. Play with us if you're on an Extra Life team yourself. And, uh, yeah, enjoy the, enjoy the event. Chris, will you be playing any multiplayer games in which people like me can join you? I would you? love to. People need to suggest what I should play. Go to um, our Extra like Life group. thread. So go to the forums link in the Extra Life story on our main page. Go to rpgamer.com. Click the big button that says Extra Life. Then click the link for the forums. Tell me in there what you want to play. So And whatever people suggest for multiplayer games will be probably what we do. So 
do that. I told you now, so I'm good. Say what? I just told you, so you should do it. Oh, you didn't. I didn't hear you. Torchlight two. Torchlight two. That was yeah. so last year. So okay. what multiplayer RPG has been this year? Well, it doesn't have to be an RPG either. Even. It does if I'm playing. Oh, okay. Wait, really? we could all play StarCraft together again, and that would That's be fun right. to watch. Remember how terrible we were when we played like oh, eight? Oh, so man, it was seven. <laughs> Kira was there, too. Everybody was there. It was great. We were like, what do we do? What do we do? Oh, we're dead. Okay. <laughs> I remember I took someone's base with a single cloaked unit. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, because we were in, like, sub-bronze. <laughs> that was good. Oh, we should do that again. That was fun. We should. All right. Uh, does everyone have hots or we rings eliminating that? I oh, but don't oh. have Heart of the Swarm because I played it on your account. Well, you should get it. But they all have. Uh, it doesn't. You can pick which one you play when you load up the thing. Okay, good. What's the thing? When you load Starcraft up StarCraft Two, choose. Oh, so you don't have this game, so I don't know what you people say. You just say funny words. Are you sure you don't have Starcraft Two? Yeah, you played with us, man. I thought I gave yeah, it to I you had at the some trial point. At yeah, yes, no, it's not a trial. It is a starter. Edition, which you oh, can play totally infinitely. Good. I'll go yeah. to Battle.net and make sure. Okay, you do that. You can even play Diablo 3 together, like get like a big old party together. Yeah, we could. Yes, we could. Um, yeah, people, that would be really yeah. fun, because then we could have Sava and Seraphim Kitten join us, too. Mm, we'll have to rotate people out, then, at that point. StarCraft 2 Starter Edition. What does that mean? That means that you can play You can play certain maps, Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. And you have access to the arcade so you can download free stuff. Free stuff. Yes, free stuff. Like mods and stuff. All right. So thank you for, for your donation so far. Please help us get all the way home. Extra Life 2013. We need your help. And you need to come and cheer us on at rpgamer.com slash live. Watch the stream. Or you can do it on Twitch if you prefer to go through twitch.com. Switch.tv slash rpgamer. Cheer us on and uh, keep us awake. You know, 6 a.m. in the morning is the hardest. So 6 a.m. Central Time is when I need your support. Cheering me on. Tell me, Chris, you're falling asleep. Play this game instead. Do this now. And, you know, I, that'll keep me through. Yeah, man. Or just, if you're not, you know, make fun of him for five hours. That's also fine, break. too. Play, make fun of me. Dark Souls will be played. I guarantee you that. So oh, you can, yeah. Oh, yes. We can just laugh oh, at that one. Yeah, yeah, and then if we're really lucky, we can get someone who's actually online and killing you. Hey, now. I'm better at Dark Souls than I was last year. <laughs> That's not saying much. I'm a lot better at Dark Souls now than I was last year. Will still I still lose in PvP matches? Absolutely. Because I don't have the equipment that they do. But Especially if you play against Twinks. No kidding. All right. Uh, what do we got now? Uh, I've lost my... I'm all disheveled today. Where's my Just outline? Today? Just today? Uh, yeah. Hmm. Balance wrote in on our forums and said, hey... I'm glad I'm not a reviewer. You can never please everyone. I want to thank Emmanuel for making the efforts to check out Path of Exiles. I think he said some very honest and perceptive things about it. Whether you enjoy a game or not is very subjective and free niche games, being reviewed by a non-specialist is frustrating for the fans for whom it is the best thing since sliced bread. I'm going to buy Dragon Fantasy 2 and continue playing Path of Exiles. The people who like these sorts of games are going to buy slash play them. It's the fence sitters. Um which can mean additional revenue, which need to be persuaded. Uh, let's see. I like Dragon Fantasy 1, probably repeating myself, but it just felt a little short for me, and that had more bearing on whether I will buy the second. On Path of Exile, I would like to make some comments. I spent six to seven months on the open beta. 
One, it lacks polish. The graphics and concessions to Matt's market appeal by making skill trees hard to reset. It has XP penalties. It takes a commitment of time and grinding to try out the build. The monsters do a lot of damage, making defensive needs a priority. Uh, My point is, it's not compromising on difficulty to attract mass market or dumbing down. It's pretty much a tribute to Diablo 1 and Diablo 2. Three, despite what I said in one, with the launch of GGG... I don't know what that means. Well, with the launch, GGG, which is the company doing the game, seemed to be trying a fair bit more mass market appeal for the official launch by A, introducing a new poster girl character with faster experience gain, and B, upgrading the graphics, animations, and attempting for more polish, and C, a reduction in XP penalties in the two higher difficulties, Cruel and Merciless. My prediction is that the launch will add some new gamers, but not really a significant amount. After all, being on Steam gives it a higher profile and convenience. It is still a niche game, that I will predict is already a cult game, which is supporting itself easily with its non-pay-to-win transaction model. All right. Path of Exile comments. Thank you very much. Okay, so first off, if you've been in a closed beta for eight months, that made the first sign you have problems. What? A beta for everything's eight months? Open, everything's in beta early nowadays. It was a closed beta. Yeah, they were developing it for a while. Um, it's not... See, this is what's driving fan crazy lately. Or not fan is... People don't understand what a beta is anymore. Yeah. Thanks to Steam early access and stuff um, like that. They've been having people play it for two yeah. years. Yeah. See, they've been having people play it just for the not, entire development. It's not a beta until it's feature complete. Right. Okay. That's true. It doesn't take eight months to polish your features. It was an alpha. They should call it an alpha, and then people won't go, wow, what a stupid game. It was a beta for eight months. I think most people don't know, understand the distinction. Beta mm. What? I'm trying that... to remember how long Miss of Pandaria was in beta for. I don't know. I don't think WoW releases anything in Feature Complete, so whatever. I was just saying, I think most people don't, I think most people honestly don't understand the difference or care. They just want like, oh, I can play this game early and be on there and influence it. Let me do that. Yeah, but... Well, there's a difference between feature complete in a game being created for the first time and feature complete in an MMO expansion, right? Because MMOs are never feature complete. MMOs are feature complete if they actually list out the features and then say these features will come later. Well, that's I mean, arbitrary it's... then. But No, because that's like saying that you're never going to do an update. You can have, this is what we're doing in this version. This will be the expansion. After that, we're going to do this. It may or may not be related to the expansion. That is different because that code must also be feature complete at a certain point in right. beta tested. But, but there, it's with whole, MMOs, the things so, that public can access and the things that are actually feature complete behind the scenes are not the same. And going off of that definition, WoW has never had a beta. What have they had? An okay, alpha? that makes absolutely no sense since they've had... Yes, because betas. you said it had to be feature complete. There are Do you things know what that feature they put, complete means? Yes. There it means when you get to a release... On the box... Uh-huh. That are supposed to be in the expansion at launch and never make it. Okay, well, this is stupid. Um, Path of Exile is coming out on Steam on October twenty third. Um, we got gameplay trailers. They they get I get. Did they greenlight? Is that how they got in? I don't even know. Or did they just get in? Uh, I wish I understood how Steam games work anymore. I don't think anybody knows. Uh, whatever. Okay, so that's Path of Exile. Um, oh. We got some feedback from Strawberry Eggs. The only person to answer our question of the... Oh, wait. Oh, wait. They might not be. Hold on. Hold on. 
do, 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 do. Would you guys like to get latest news about platinum credit cards? Because that's what the RP Gamer email has in it. No, nothing in the RP Gamer. Okay, forget that. All right. So, Strawberries was the only person who answered our question of the week, which was which Pokemon version you get and why, and other things like that. I chose the Y version, says Strawberry, partially because my sister likes Xerneas, and I'm not terribly picky about which version I get. So, I guess the sister got the X version. Also, because um, Eve. What? Eveltel? I, I don't even know how to say that. It's pretty cool in its own right. And I guess that's the Y legendary. Nobody knows? Okay. Um, and as a dark Eveltel, type. yeah. Yeah. That's how it, I pronounce it, but I could be wrong. It gets a spot on my team as one of my six essential types. I chose Fennekin as my starters because I always go for the fire type. When it comes to Pokemon, I'm quite the traditionalist. All right. Thank you, Strawberry. Master Chief writes in and says, hey... First off, Pokemon Conquest was not a crossover with Romance of the Three Kingdoms. It was a crossover with Nobunaga's Ambition. And he's yep, totally we should right. have realized that when it was we, like Japanese Pokemon. Yeah, Japanese we totally picks. screwed that up. I am so sorry. <laughs> also realize that since it's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also quite surprised. Whoever was on the show last week fails, because we only said that like two weeks ago. Too. I, I think you have to remember that. I think everyone on the show did not care at all. <laughs> it didn't matter much to the discussion, but... Here's the lowdown on your various Musou games, which I love this. I don't know what Musou means. John, do you know? Oh, I'm going to have to remind myself. Give me a sec. Yeah, start listing them. I'll get back All right. to you. So something about these games involving the romance of the Three Kingdoms or Nomadog's ambition or something like that. All right. Dynasty Warriors, um, the mainline Musou series, starting off with an unassuming fighting game on the PS1 and turning into a major beat-em-up franchise on the PS2 and onward, set in the Three Kingdoms era China. Samurai Warriors, a spin-off of Dynasty Warriors. This beat-em-up game series is focused on instead on the Warring States era of Japan, currently at 3 mainline games. Warriors Orochi, a three-part crossover of Dynasty and Samurai Warriors, at least so far. The m- most recent game, Orochi Warriors 3 Hyper, <laughs> features characters from other properties as well, including Joan of Arc from Bladestorm: The 100 Years War and Ayane from Dead or Alive. More are planned to be added for the even more enhanced version on PS3, Musou Orochi 2 Ultimate. Wait, wait. The PS... They're... What? They're re... Why would they have an enhanced version of 2 after 3... Never mind. There's no Western release of this announced. Um, and whatever. Bladestorm, the Hundred Years War. As you might guess, this takes place during the Hundred Years War game... Uh, excuse me, the Hundred Years War between the British Empire and France. It's a solo game. Warriors, Legend of Troy, another one-shot entry. This one is set against the backdrop of the Trojan War. was developed by Koei Canada instead of Omega Force. Dynasty Warriors Gundam, a three-part series set in in at least some flavor of the Gundam universe. (laughs) I guess. Or all the flavors. Fist of the North Star, Ken's Rage, a really, really, really gory Musou game set against the backdrop of another legendary long-standing anime series, Fist of the North Star. And finally, One Piece Pirate Warriors, a recent spinoff. This one is based on the One Piece anime. I like he also wanted to talk about how like a lot of these Dynasty Warriors games would have re-releases, so you'd have Dynasty Warriors Extreme. And yeah. then you have Dynasty Warriors Empires, which added like a tactical layer battle where you would take where you'd have a country try to expand across the map. Hmm. So each um, game, like, so there's like three or four versions of like various Dynasty Warrior games too. 
Yeah, uh, Muso, by the way, means um, unparalleled or matchless. Oh, okay. Peerless. So it's a series of um, beat-em-up well, games, really. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Japanese-style beat-em-ups. Okay, that's it for our feedback. Let's jump into the news. First off... Actually, Query, do we actually cover the recently played, or did I fall asleep during that section? Let's talk about what we've been recently playing. That's a great idea, John. What have you been recently playing? Um, I haven't been playing a lot this week, because, again, work. Um, did get some more Planet Side 2 in, where I mostly sucked. Um, and uh, I suppose the interesting release of this week, which I have only played a little bit of, um, is the new Steam release of the Stanley Parable. Have you heard of this one? Um, I've indie darling. I've seen people talking about it. But. Uh, the original Stanley Parable was um, it, it was a Half Life Two mod. It was a source mod um, that was narrated by oh crap! I can't remember the name of the guy who narrates the Stanley Parable. Sort of, he kind of did. I the way the game was built was it almost was doing what Bastion did before Bastion was made. There's a kind of um, sort of omniscient narrator type who, and the it gets extremely meta extremely quickly. Um, I'm just having a look, see if I can find who the parable. See if I can find out who the narrator is. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm sort of surprised nobody else has actually heard of it. Words. Kevin Bright, Kevin Brightening, a, a British actor. Has he actually and done anything? That's why John knows him. Kevin. Kevin. Because you must accentuate all your vowels. <laughs> all right. That's exciting. Uh, my um, cat just anyways. muted my microphone. Thanks, Simon. Yay, yes, Simon. Um, basically, um, the whole point of the Stanley Parable is to tell the story of um, Stanley, the, the person that you play. Um, there's no shooting. There's no um, steep, complex puzzle solving. It, it's just a, a very simple game played through first-person perspective in a, uh, a sort of very unsettling office with nobody in it. Um, the game has multiple endings. The writing is extremely good, and yeah, the game gets um, really, really um, meta, depending on what ending you decide to try and get. Okay. Um, there is a demo up, although the demo doesn't actually. The demo is actually completely. <laughs> the demo for the, there is a free demo up on Steam. I would recommend people try it because there is no. Um, uh, there's barely any connection between the demo and the actual game. It's not like the demo shows off a small portion of the actual game. It sort of goes off on its own kind of meta tangent about the production of game demos and what they do to increase visibility of a game before it goes on sale. It even has a single Steam achievement. You know? For the demo? Yeah. I don't know demos could have the achievements. Yeah, no, no the, the, demo, the demo does actually have an achievement. That's great. Um, what was amusing was um, the, when, they were, when the, the, the people behind the mod um, were promoting it, um, they sent out uh, a few special versions to a number of YouTube streamers that changed the narration uh, in the uh, opening section of the demo to refer directly to certain game streamers to oh, nice. settle them a little bit. I saw the Game Grumps version. 
Um, and I think there were a few others that got so like preview code of the demo before it was released on Steam. I think the only thing that might kind of turn people off from it, though, is I think it's quite expensive. It's $12. Mm. Do you think <gasps> that's cheaper worth? than God? That's too expensive. Have you played the game, John? Uh, I have done one of the endings. Uh, I tried to get a second one, but it bugged out. Do you believe it's worth $12? Yes. Okay. It bugged out, though. Yeah, I was doing one of the end. I was doing one of the endings, and the game bugged. So it's it's not like perfect, perfect, but hey, what is life? Okay, the Stanley Parable. You played anything else, John? Uh no, that's about it, really. Cool, Michael. Yeah. You haven't been on in a long time. What have you been up to? Oh, uh, let's see. Um. We know I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV. Mm-hmm. I have my first level 50. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost done with the story, and I'm just going to chime in with all the other people who talked about the story and say it is so much better than the original 14 story. Mm-hmm. It's like, I think it's even better than the original 11 story. Ooh. So, really digging it. Um, I love the people that complain about how long it takes them to get to 50 when it took me 17 months to get to the max level on 11. Ah, okay. And they're like, oh my god, fake grinding is so bad. I'm like, because you did it for two days? I did two days in 11, I'd get a level. Yeah, but I think the problem is is that you basically go from 1 to 40 getting like a, a steady flow of content. And then you hit this wall between 42 and 45 and basically have to do nothing but fates. It's yes, a because- little monotonous. Yeah, but that takes like two hours. Oh no! Please don't make me play a game for two hours monotonously. I mean, I'm amazed at the whining. It's I just think like, your mileage varies on how quickly you get through that. Um, I was being conservative. I went from forty to forty-five in three hours. So, in other words, you hit the part that I wasn't even talking about. You said forty-two. What, 42 to 45 is where the Crystal Tower is. That's why we're no, missing. No, 42 to 45, 250. So that 5 to 8 level gap. What are you talking about? There's all the story quests during that time. Mm, not as much. There's a story quest at 42, 44, 47, 49. Yeah, but that doesn't get you as far. Well, There's all anyway, the other Michael's done it, skip. right? Yeah. And Anna so, hasn't, so I'm going to go with Michael here. <laughs> I didn't find a huge gap. There was one gap where I was like, oh, I need a level and a half. It took an hour and 20 minutes to do. Done. With fate parties? Yes. Okay. So fate parties are kind of like the, the key to XP when quests aren't involved in this game, right? Right, because yeah. we're missing the last content that was supposed to be here. Oh, really? Yes. Crystal Tower was designed for 2.0, but they decided to redesign it some, and it did not make it. It will be in oh. 2.1. That is the gap we are missing between 45 when and is, uh, When's 2.1 come out? Do we know? Three months after launch, which I think is, what, a month and a half from now? Okay, cool. So, so by the time I get there, it'll be out. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh, um, I have to put a disclaimer on this. Yes. I work for Disney. This Uh-oh. is a Disney slash Playdom game. Oh, no. Are you talking about Disney Infinity? No, I'm talking about uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Oz of War. Wait. Yeah, Doug works on it. Yeah, Doug works. Well, he's actually the... It's a free-to-play uh, pirates producer. game? Yeah, on Facebook. 
And so you become someone trying to hunt down Jack Sparrow, and you've got to pillage things and steal lumber and iron and make money and build ships. And, you know, for a Facebook game, it's pretty dang cool. I can't stop playing it. So, um, like I said, I work for Disney, so take that with a grain of salt. But I'm enjoying it. Where do I, I get it? Play. Where do I get it? You go to Facebook. It's only on and Facebook? Isles of War. Yes, it's only on Facebook. Look for what? Isles, Isles of, of War. All right, hold yep. on. A-I-S-L-E-S of War. Here, this would probably just work if I put it Isles of Walmart, I found. Oh, um, that's good. I'm, I'm not I, sure that's the aisle you're looking oh, for. Oh, all right. I, Paradise of the Caribbean, Isles of War. All right, I'll yeah. try that out during the podcast. Let's see how this goes. So what? anything else you play? Just 14, 14, 14, 14. Um, no, well, you play in other po- things. 3DS. Pokemon Y. Yeah, you got Pokemon Y. I your love birthday. wonder trading. <laughs> you love wonder. Uh, yeah, so does Anna. I sit there. I've she has all like the starters now. I only have Froki that I didn't have before, but it's male, so I was kind of like, eh, I don't know. I'll think about it. But yeah, apparently people just well, because I'm sure most people are trying to breed the female one, and so they give up all their males on wonder trade. So I don't know. Um, I've already been distracted by so many things that, uh, despite the fact that I tweeted, it only took less than two hours to get the first badge. I don't even know where the second badge is. I'm 10 hours in. There is a massive gap between the first and second badge, so it's not you. Don't worry. No, 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 but I'm like, I'm not even progressing the story. I'm kind of winding around and trading and goofing off and playing dress up and all sorts of weird things. I played with the, what was it, your PR trailer? (laughs) That's kind of fun. Isn't that cool? I think that's (laughs) good. I like mine. But I opened the editor and I was like, Holy crap, this is like a real thing. I'm not ready for this, so I closed it. <laughs> it's like, ah, I just wanted to goof off with it. Um, I have also been playing Animal Crossing, A New Leaf. Um, you know, it's Animal Crossing. It's pretty much what I expected, but uh, it's more refined, a little more fun, a lot more to do. I haven't gone to the island yet. Apparently got invited this week and I need to actually go. And other than that, oh, and Shin Megami Tensei 4, which... Uh, I I need a survey here, okay? Okay. Should I lower the difficulty? I'm having issues, but part of me is like, that's the point. I'm supposed to be challenged. I'm supposed to have, you know... It, the story isn't like, the oh my god, I really need the story and I don't care about anything else. I love the gameplay, I love the challenge, but every once in a while I really just go into an area and get my ass kicked. So I'm like, do I lower the difficulty or do I just leave it? You know, the funny thing is, I never really went to SMT games for the challenge. I went for the world or Kaneko's view of the world and his interpretation of the various monsters and deities, gods. Just sort of the atmosphere. I was always, for me, that was always more about the atmosphere and the context than it was about challenge. I sort of just challenge was part of the part of the package. But if you, do you want to see how this thing shapes out? Do you want to see everything this game has to offer? Well, my, my honest opinion is it's not like I'm going to quit if it gets too hard. If it okay. really gets to the point where I'm like, oh, I can't beat this and I don't want to play it unless I dumb it down, well, then I'll dumb it down. But I'm to the point now where I'm like, I like challenges. Hey, I, I mean, I grew up on roguelikes, right? So to me, it's like part of the game. It's supposed to be hard. But apparently, like I was reading somewhere, the Minotaur was the hardest boss in the game. And I'm like, oh, cool. I wiped that guy out easy and I get to Medusa and he, she just kills me. I'm like, okay, wait. So if that was the hardest, what did I just walk into? 
Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I'd say this to you though. If 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 all you want to see is the content and that's what you really care about, just the world, the demons, interacting with people and just seeing where it goes, drop down the difficulty and just enjoy the just enjoy the ride. But if you're there for the challenge, then I guess maybe find out what strategies just find out what why your strategies aren't working. Maybe you're just hitting this you know, you're you're trying to jump over a fence when you can just go through the door on the side. Yeah, I mean I can I can see that. I just I don't know. Part of me just doesn't want to give up, right? Yeah, you just, I hear you. Like, no, I, hear I want you. to keep. I want to keep going. Like, I should be able to do this. I've done so many other harder games in exactly. the past. Exactly. You know, I mean, I play games where you die. It's over. How can I possibly be whining about the fact that you know? No, this I game... hear you, but but you're also much older, you know, than you were then. I'm sure you're not like you don't have the endless summers. You have to work. You have a life. You have people in your life that you want to interact with. I mean, it's a question of do you, you can spend that time and get good at it, but. Do you want to? Don't you have other games, other things to do? And that, that's so, where my question comes in, right? Because I'm. If like, you're not having, like, I say, man, if you're even asking that question, is there's a good chance that you totally want to do it, and you just, maybe you just need a little kick in the butt to do it. Yeah, I think you're right there too. All right, so I'll just dumb it down and enjoy the game. Yeah, yeah man, come on. You have, there's so many other things for you. There's so many things just competing for your time. I re- yeah, that that's really a thing, right? Because obviously if I'm struggling with it, I'm not going to play you, it as much. Michael, can you just turn it down for the boss and then turn it back up? Well, yeah, but it's not always the boss that kills me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, walked in, I walked into an area and this thing does Miragi like four times. I'm like, wow, you just wiped out my whole party and I don't got to move once. Well, then I'd say turn it to easy, but I mean, if it makes the game not fun to play, maybe you just need to put it down and play something else. Yeah, unfortunately. I, that, and that might be the, like the bigger problem here, is that maybe this just isn't Grabbing you the this way game isn't the game for you, maybe. Which is yeah. unfortunate. Um, I I think I'll try I'll try the easier difficulty, and if I really start ripping into it, then I'll know that that was the right choice. And if I don't, then I might just put it back up and go back into the challenge. Did you uh play Strange Journey? Yes. And how did that change the difficulty level on that one? The difficulty level on that one is fine. It was the mechanics and the fact that the ending areas had pretty much broken dungeons that drove me nuts. Uh-huh. Because you would start getting into areas and it would randomly teleport you places and you're like, great, this looks like just like the other place and my map doesn't work. So I'm just going to teleport randomly until I get somewhere or I die. Yeah, that happens in all the SMT games. Like by the end, like even like Digital Devil Saga, it's like, okay. I'd, or even like the first Nocturne when you get stuck in these things. Oh, wait, this way I get dropped down this trap. Then you just have to figure it out by process of elimination after like an right. hour. But Don't no, go no. any of these ways. But well, this Ugh. is the thing, like, you would walk into a teleport, and the scenery would look exactly the same. Yeah. And your map, your map is literally not working. It's not showing you where you are. And then you'd go left, and it would look exactly the same. And you would go right, and it would look exactly the same. And I'm like, I don't even know where the hell I am anymore. That's not a fun dungeon design. No, it is not. I agree with you 100%. So I gave up on it. I was like, no, this is stupid. I spent three hours running around. I don't know where I am. I'd die. I'd go back. And I'm like, oh, did that twice? I said, no, this is stupid. And and for that one, yeah, the story never was like, OMG, I must find out what's happening. So yeah. I didn't get pulled in. Totally understand, man. Now, I believe you finished another game since we've last talked. We only talked like two weeks ago, didn't we? Were you on two weeks ago? I thought so. I don't remember. Didn't you finish Untold Millennium Girl or something? No, I got that as a... Oh, you just got it. I got that as my birthday present. Oh, from right, right, right. We just got it to you. I'm confused. Right. Yes, you are. Yeah. 
I'm amused. Anyway, yeah. that's what I've been playing. Okay. I'm playing this Facebook game. I skipped the first movie. How do I get it back? <laughs> what? How do I? I skipped the movie. How do I get it back? I don't know. I didn't okay. skip the movie, so I've never seen it again. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's jump on Anna. What about let's you, jump on Anna? Everyone, jump on Anna. No, don't dog pile me. I've been playing Pokemon. So have I. No, I haven't. No, you haven't. I know. <laughs> so I have five or six badges. I don't remember. Um, but we got the strategy guide this week. Yes. So Chris is sad pants because I jumped way ahead of him. Red, I played it and he didn't. So I am now going back and going route by route and picking up all the Pokemon that I missed. Seriously. Yep. Ugh. She got to catch them all. I really enjoy I, that. I yeah, I enjoy catching them all by actually catching them, not by following a guide. No, it's just it's neat because it's just there are so many Pokemon on any given route. Like in previous games, it was like there would be one really frequent, one uncommon, and then one rare, basically per route. Mm-hmm. So you'd have anywhere from three to five, maybe six, you know, seven if you included fishing. Now it's like some of these routes have 12 Pokemon on them. So, yeah, I'm appreciating the guide and I don't care if people think it's lame. So there. Okay. Um, so what, what, have we, what have we got here? Um, you played... Also, there is a thread... On the RP Gamer forums, where we are trading and doing strategies and discussing, um, we have two or three people that now have the Pokerus. So if you're interested in getting the Pokerus, we can hook you up with that. Hmm. Also, Wonder Trade is awesome. It's a it bit... sure seems to be. Explain to people how it works. The Pokerus? I no, don't know. No, 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 Wonder no, trade. no. Wonder trade. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, okay, so you click on the button, and you choose a random Pokemon, and you get a random Pokemon back. That's it. That's really that easy. And I mean, some people are... I mean, the thing is, is there are a lot of kids and a lot of jerks that are playing this game, so you do get a fair amount of level 2 Weedles and things like that. But at the same time, you get people that are, like, sending out... Um, Sylveons, you get people that are sending out all the starters, you get people that are sending out really cool stuff. So, yeah, I just, I'm really impressed with all the things that have come out of the, the Wonder Trade. And I mean, I tried to trade things that are, you know, at least half decent or cool. I got really excited because I got a French Furfru. So I have a French Poodle. And the other cool thing is, is if you get, um, a Pokemon from a different region, they get like better level up stats. They um, if you have a Pokemon you don't own, then they get better, right? Or is this even different than that? No, no. no. If you get a Pokemon from a different country, so for example, if I get an oh. Italian Pikachu, when Pikachu, it levels up, eh? it gets additional stats. When you breed it, it passes along additional stats. Okay, so I've had an issue where like. The only one that shows me that's a foreign region, despite the fact that I trade with Italy and Spain, is Japanese. Um, that's because they're playing in English. They have to be playing in that language. Also, uh, nothing guarantees that a Pokemon that comes from someone is from their region. 
Because if if someone sends me like something really stupid, like a Pikachu, I'm just as like to toss it back into the system. Hmm. Hmm. I do know that my Froakie has doubled like Catch crazy. Release. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I mean, it's a traded Pokemon, so it's going to be, um, you know, double experience anyways. I think there's also a bonus experience for um, being a different country or a different language. There, there has to be because yeah. um, in the time it took Froakie to get to 15, my other Pokemon leveled two levels. Yeah, um, I have a chess pin that I got, and it was it's Italian, and I have EXP Sharon, and I have a Lucky Egg. So it has been leveling like crazy. Where'd you get a lucky egg? Uh, you get it as part of the story. Oh, okay. I like the new XP share. Yeah, people don't like it because it's broken, but you can turn it off. Well, it's if if you don't like that you can't direct it to one Pokemon, then just don't carry the other Pokemon. Right, and I mean the lucky egg does direct it to one Pokemon. I know, but I'm saying, like, the old XP share was you had to put it on the Pokemon. Right, to get the XP. right, 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 right. So the Lucky Egg dead. is basically now how the old EXP share worked. No. Yeah. The Lucky Egg is still the double XP item. The, the XP share, you just couldn't have Lucky Egg and XP share at the same time. Ah, uh, okay. Because you can still only hold one item. Gotcha. Okay. But I will say for the people trading Weedle or Caterpie... That is X or Y, so it is something. Yeah, and um, what's the little black bug? Oh, scutter. Yeah, so when those evolve into its final butterfly form, the pattern on its wings is region-based. Not just country-based, region-based. So there is like dozens of patterns that you can get. Cool. So if you see one of those, it's not someone being a, a, a jerk about it. Um, it. It's actually, like, you know, relevant. So, yeah, that's cool. And it's neat because sometimes I get crap Pokemon, air quote crap Pokemon, that I actually don't mind getting because if it's going to be a Pokemon that I'm never going to use but it evolves based on level, at least it's getting bonus experience because it was a traded Pokemon and then I could stuff it back in its box and never think about it again. Like we do with most of our Pokemon. Like Bidoof. Poor Bidoof. <laughs> no one likes a Bidoof. So, I have a very cool team. Um, I use uh, Venusaur and the final evolution of Fennekin, a Pangoro, a Tyrantrum. And I forget what the other two are, because I have them swapped out right now. I'm leveling stuff. That's the thing that gets me this game. You're leveling so quickly. Yeah, it's great. Hmm. All right. Um, you, that's all you played, right? For the most part? Um, oh, yeah. I also played a little bit of Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney that's on the iPad. right. You did. So I am actually going to start streaming for RP Gamer very shortly. We did some testing for the iPad last night. Mm-hmm. So, still working out the final details, but if you're not subscribed to the RP Gamer Twitch channel, you should do that so that when I start streaming, you will get notified. That's right. And let's see, I've been playing Phoenix Wright four on my i on my DSi because I way that like the way DS games look on that better than on the 3DS. And almost done with well, 
almost halfway through with that. And then I will be ready for the new Phoenix Wright game. Um, and then hopefully I can fit in some Pokemon because I really want to play that too. And I can't play some, I can't play two games at once. It bugs me. It bugs me. Um, yeah. Why are there five Psyducks on my screen? Why shouldn't there be? You found a horde. What the heck is a horde? Yeah. So now in the game, you'll randomly run into hordes of Pokemon. So there's five in the, in the party. Um, they're considerably <laughs> lower level. Yes, they're considerably lower level than they would be if it was just one of them. So the Psyducks should be like level eight. Yep. Um, the cool thing is, is Pokemon that show up in hordes um, can often be version exclusive. So, for example, in X and Y, there's Plusle and Minin that are unique to the version. But if you get a horde, you will get four of the one from your version and one from the other version. Does that make sense? Yeah, except I guess I got five Psyducks. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, the there is a greater chance of the Psyduck having the rare or hidden ability as its, um, you know, thing. Uh, cool. They're also more likely to have complementary natures. So if you want to capture a Pokemon out of that horde, it is strongly recommended. But which one? I don't know. Great. Sorry. Uh, I wish I had an attack that got them all. Um, Razor Leaf. I meant on my froggy. Oh, no, water. No, water pulse. Looked like it was going to do all of them. But it only no, did one. Um, surf will. Oh, but I bet you don't have that right now. Um, no, just on the daycare, so. Yeah. Um, oh, what's that bug one? It's like wiggle bug or something like that? Wiggle bug. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I want it. Wiggle yeah, I want a wiggle bug, bug too. Wiggle bug. Uh, meh. Whatever. Anyways. Wiggle bug. Church. Does that make sense? I wish yeah. I had a ball that caught them all. <laughs> it's no good. It's possible aim unless it's only one Pokemon. Oh, so I have to knock them all out but one. Mm. Correct. Bugger snot. What's bubble to? No, bubble. It's one, two. All right, we'll just start knocking. Oh, wait. I can target me. Oh, this might hit all of them. Let's try that. Bubble. Oh, they're all sad. All right, cool. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Michael. Um, and what else did I play? I don't even remember. Just, uh, I guess, finishing up Phoenix Wright 3 on the iPad was the other big thing. So that, I'm cranking away on that stuff. Sorry I'm not into the RPGs right now. I just got, I've got to finish these Phoenix Wright games. How's Shadow <sighs> Returns, Chris? Yeah, isn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know it. Shadow Runs. I played some Borderlands, too, actually. What? Sounds like an RPG. I'm confused now. I know. I thought you don't like things that go shoot shoot. Yeah. <laughs> so I only have fun playing with other people, but I've been I've been playing a little bit with Sean Cooper and. Oh, crap! I forgot a game. Oh, did you? Dragon's Crown. What? Well, okay. I really like Dragon's Crown. Mm-hmm. I wish you guys had it. Well, we don't. I know it's sad. Does <laughs> anybody? Play with Mac. So are you playing it with other people? Well, with Chrissy. Okay. Since he's sitting on the couch usually. And that's that's it? So far. Well, tell yeah. Well, we talk, oh, I want to Borderlands. What are you playing in the class? Oh, uh, Mechromancer. Right. Have you tried out the new uh, Melee class? 
No, I don't. I haven't bought any DLC. All right. And the Game of the Year edition is out, right? It is out. And I've been playing, been doing some of that Borderlands Loot Hunt stuff. So Borderlands2LootHunt.com, uh-huh. they got that big thing going on. Um, but unfortunately, with that, um, yeah, it, it kind of presumes that you've already beaten the game and can get access to all the bosses, and I haven't, so I can't really do the daily loot hunts. So that might kind of end the loot hunt for me, <laughs> which means Chris, I need like, to play with people. Hmm? You like Dungeons and Dragons, right? Yeah. I'd be really curious to hear when you what you think of Tiny Tina's... Yeah, well, I need to buy that still, and I, the reason I haven't bought it is because I'm not leveled enough for it, I don't think. Mm. Totally get to that and get back to us. I want to hear what you think. Yeah, no, I, I understand that. That's, that's I want to see those Dungeons and Dragons jokes are on point or actually work. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, I've heard nothing but th- good things about it, though, so that's, that's a yeah, good even the Yeah, people, even people who hate Tiny Tina say it's even despite Tiny Tina. Hmm. Yeah. So I'll check that out eventually. Um, I, uh, need, one more I need question. people to play with to help level me through the game. That's what I need, so I'll figure that out. But okay, the- I got one more question for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you bought the the new Diablo book, the Book of Tyrael. I did, and Anna read it the first night that it came into our house. Okay, oh, so man, it, tell me. It is fantastic. So better than the Book of Cain? I hear people saying Equally it's more like good. the artwork is better. Oh, the artwork is definitely better. But yeah, I love All the right. lore. The lore has been so fascinating for me because I didn't play one and two, so I can't tell you what was retconned. They so retconned a lot. A yeah, lot. so I'm just yeah. adoring it. So is this mostly like, like pre like Diablo three stuff, or does it take place between this and Reaper of Souls? Because I keep on hearing that this is it, the bridge. It covers everything. Okay. It covers stuff before the games during one and two because I like I was reading it in the office and Chris was in the living room and every once in a while I'd bring the book out from the office and be in the living room I'm like hey and I'd read him a paragraph he's like yeah that was Diablo 1 hmm. and then she'd read stuff like no that's completely new <laughs> they just made that up <laughs> can I confirm something in Pokemon yes <clears throat> is it different now that you get XP when you catch a Pokemon Yes. yes, that is new. That and is it's so very, wonderful. very awesome. Isn't it great? Yes. I was so tired, because I, I swear I remember, like, I'd catch, like, three or four, and I'm like, wait, I'm not getting any XP. This is stupid. <laughs> you should get more XP, because it's actually harder to catch them than to kill them. I caught one of the Psyducks. We'll see what happens now. I'm distracted. I'm playing Pokemon. It's <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Let's get into the news now. Oh, just one last question. Just, uh, so would you guys <laughs> both recommend the book of Tyrael to anyone who's interested in Diablo anything? Yeah. I would say, right. yes. The book of Cain and book of Tyrael seem like good pickups. The, um, the order the by Nate Kenyon, not a good pickup. <laughs> oh, and I think the, the, the new novel, yeah, it's already been announced. That's coming out like in February. Yeah, well, burn it. Uh, let's see. All right, let's jump fire. into the news. Okay. Fans of old games were very happy when Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix came out because it was an HD remix of Kingdom Hearts. Okay, maybe not fans of old games, fans of the Kingdom Hearts series, right? And then everybody was like, man, they should do 2.5 Remix. And they are. did it. (laughs) (laughs) So Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix will be out next year globally. Um, So that makes a lot of sense to do HD Remix of 1 and 2 before 3 since it's been so long since a Kingdom Hearts game, Kingdom Hearts proper game. 
Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that there you go. What's going to be in this? It's going to be Kingdom Hearts fi- 2 Final Mix and Kingdom Hearts Recoded. And anything else? Birth by Sleep? Birth by Sleep Final Mix. So which one was Birth by Sleep? Oh, the PSP game. Really? That's the one that people were upset that was never on the eShop here, right? Yeah, there was um, an issue with digital stuff at that point with Square Enix and mm-hmm. Sony, and I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But there was a bunch of games that didn't get put on the PSN that people were upset about. Hmm. Yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. So let's, what else we got? So are you gonna who's gonna get Kingdom Hearts two and a half? Is anybody gonna get Kingdom Hearts two and a half? Uh I might get it. Okay. I I'll say I thought it I thought Kingdom Hearts two was a good game. Good. Okay. And then uh I think we're gonna be getting it, right, Anna? Or yeah. No? Okay, because you I didn't know that you liked Kingdom Hearts two as much. Mm. Mm. That's All right, well, that's really, real, really, yeah, that really settles it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Kingdom Hearts 3 2.5. Look for it next year on PS3, not PS4. All right, people who own Deus Ex Human Revolution for the PC, like me, are going to get director's cut for only $4.99. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Um Unless you didn't own the Link DLC, then, or the missing Link DLC, and then it's $9.99. But still. I'm going to get the director's cut for 4.99 except I'm not sure what I get if I upgrade to the director's cut. Does anybody actually know? Okay. Yes. Okay. Tell you me. get much better uh first of all you get uh, the op- the boss battles have been improved okay. greatly and you I actually also- if I remember a lot of people specced into like stealth and to hacking. So they were ill prepared for the Barrett fight or any mm-hmm. of the fights to be honest. Mm-hmm. So now you have options there's like each like for example the Barrett fight you don't have to face him directly you can hack you can go sometimes you can go around bosses Ooh. or there might be like a turret that you can hack and have that attack him nice basically it's boss battles aren't built only for one build anymore nice um I think I'm not sure if this was extended but there were sharing features in the Wii U version I remember um what else did they have for all right sex? it sounds like you also you get the missing link expansion in there but you know, yes and we yeah the explosive mission pack. The Tactical Enhancement Pack, an additional mission called Tong's Rescue, and Boss Fight Enhancements. So, you know what? Honestly, I don't think I'm going to buy this, because this sounds like a good thing if I'm going to play through the game again, but not mm. if I'm not going to play through the game again, which I don't have plans to replay this game. I just don't have time. So, that's disappointing. Oh, well. I was excited, because I, I get it for only five bucks, but I guess, oh, well. If you ever do plan on playing the game again, these are, like, Pick it really much... Yeah. Is this time? Is this a timed exclusive or like timed? Promotion? No, it just sounds like a straight up upgrade. Then, whenever you're ready to play it again, if you ever want to, totally do it. Yeah, and anybody else who does, um, don't know if it's U.S. only. Hokuto Master, um, it's on their Square Enix blog. Uh, it's on the EU Square Enix blog, so that's a good sign. Yeah, they've got Europe and pound prices on here, so it's everybody as far as the English versions go. I think. I wonder how much the Mac version. Up- Upgrade will cost the director's cut Ooh. because the Mac version already included all the DLC. It did? Yeah. yeah. 
So it included be the Tongue stuff, then, included the mission pack, included everything. The only thing that's missing are the refinements, the Wait, boss battles. Wait, it even had Tongue's Rescue on there? It had everything. They called it the Ultimate Edition. That's why they won an Apple Design Award. Because they were, they, were, they were eating everyone's lunch and like, this is how you do a Mac port. You actually care about what you're porting over and you actually make it work. Uh, Feral Interactive. Uh, have they done a lot of ports? Are you kidding me? The, the, the ones I always rave about as being the best Mac porters around outside of mix, maybe like Blizzard. I thought that, okay, but... Hmm. Aspire is the... Ah, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay, thank you. They're right. getting much better, but they're still not as good as Feral. Like, Aspire will charge you for DLC two years later. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but Feral will be like, no, we'll take an extra two months and put everything in there and give you a premium package. Oh, and make sure that every controller ever works, including the Xbox 360 controller. That's pretty awesome. Let's see, Deus Ex Human Revolution Ultimate Edition. It's only 20 bucks to begin with. And I see no updates mentioning the uh, director's cut. Um, I'm sure they're still probably working all that stuff out. Yeah, they probably are. Um, last update was May 5th, 2012, so... All right, uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, Zelda Link Between Worlds. There's a few things we should talk about here. Yes. First off... The other world in the Link Between Worlds is called Low Rule, as opposed to High Rule. Are we okay with this, or is that just too dumb? It's. I think it's. It's very Japanese. Okay. So Low Rule because, is okay. You know. You know. I say that though is because, like, think of what Waluigi is. It's sort of like they. They. It's a pun on that. Wa means bad or evil. You throw it on the top. Mm-hmm. Wario. He now he's evil Mario. So I could easily see like a uh, someone and the you know who's been there for a while going. Uh, low rule because it's underneath. That works. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? I, I think it's as innocent as that. All right, Anna, you excited for low rule? Yes. Michael, you excited for low rule? Yeah. Okay. Ooh. John, low rule? Yay or nay? Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I just told you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, forget it. Clearly, don't you get it? I, I you know. Get the okay, to give you. But okay, that's not all that came out as far as uh, Link Between Worlds this week. Um, we also heard that there's a special bundle with Link Between Worlds in you in the Europe that has a special music box, right? And that that yeah. and that's that's there. But then the U.S. Is it's not even get, Europe. It's U.K. It's via game. Yeah. So, but. In addition to that special bundle, there is a 3DS bundle that comes with a special 3DS that has a Triforce design on it and the game. I don't think you get the music box in that. But that bundle of, with the 3DS XL might be coming here because we found somebody posted uh. an ad that shows it being advertised here for two nineteen ninety nine. It's going to you know, be like the previous Zelda 3DS where it's going to come out on Black Friday and be GameStop exclusive. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what it sounds mm. like. GameStop exclusive, eh? That's yeah, it's their Black Friday, so... Yeah, that's a GameStop ad, isn't it? Yep. Okay, so two nineteen ninety nine. it's a Black Friday ad, and that's... Uh, good luck getting one of those, because... Yeah. They're not going to take pre-orders for it. They're probably going to deny it even exists until Black Friday. Mm. I hate you, Anna, because you're right. <laughs> All right, here's something John might care about. The Witcher. I care about The Witcher. Okay. I don't. Oh, you don't? 
Oh, for some reason, I thought John liked The Witcher. No, Manny, I, I'm here's a, something Manny's you care about. Manny's a big fan. All right. Yeah. Do you care about Witcher comics? As a matter of fact, I am going to write all about that in the next issue of Dialogue Trees. All right. Not so, Dialogue Trees, Elements. So what's up with The Witcher comics? Um, they're just, they teamed up with uh, Dark Horse, and they're releasing a new comic series that ties directly into the games, the world, the lore. And it's going to be dark, and it's going to be gritty, and it's going to be real character development, and... Apparently it's going to be awesome. That's all we really know at this point. It's a five issue series, and I don't. And it comes off March nineteenth, so you got a while before this comes out. <laughs> yeah. All right. And they announced it at like NYCC, New York City Comic Con. Okay. Next story is my favorite story of the week. Everybody remember the Tanaka and the Home Shopping Network in Persona Three? Yeah. I don't know the, the words. Okay. Anyway. They're making it for real. <laughs> Atlas has opened up a network, a net shop featuring Tanaka, who's selling the Persona 3, the movie soundtrack, which has two versions of More Than One Heart and remixes of Burn My Dread. The CD costs 3,000 yen and, yen, and you get a Tanaka sticker as a bonus. Sounds like a nice gimmick. Smart. And they even Keep had the some of the items that Tanaka sells in-game on the site, but they're all sold out. So um, that's, I think, them just being funny because they were always sold out. No, it's 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 the same reason why the book of Tyrael is listed as the author Tyrael. You keep you keep this stuff in universe and fans go crazy for it. Mm-hmm. I want the CD. Can I buy the CD? Um, oh, it's all Japanesey. I need help. Wait, are you easy breezy? <laughs> <laughs> I can't read this. That album was a massive flop in the United what? States. Like, that album was I a piece of crap. Into a Tower Records. Yeah. Like, hmm? That album was a piece of crap. Yeah, and it was a massive flop. I remember walking to like a Tower Records when they still existed, like a few months, like six months after the album came out. They had stacks, like just stacks back to because they thought like she was going to blow up because she was a big thing in Japan. Stacks of those albums. They couldn't give them away. Easy so breezy, Japanesey. I'm easy breezy and you're Japanesey. This I'm song is terrible. Easy breezy and you're Japanese. No, wait. She's Japanesey. No. Oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't this sound really like a racist slur? It does. She's, Japanese. she's, Japanese. she's a Jap and she's easy. Hey, now. Hey, now. Hey, it's okay. I know hey, Japanese now. people. I can say it. <laughs> I know Japanese people. Is that all takes now? I know a that's Jew. I can be anti-Semitic. No, no. That's the dull joke, remember? Hey, it's okay. My best friend is Puerto Rican, and that's close enough. No, it's not okay. Go away. There are club arrangements of the Persona... Th- oh, wow. I haven't checked the Persona 3 soundtrack world in a while. Always coming out with more stuff. Okay, so let's see. Dragon Quest Metal Slime. It's a Metal Slime smartphone. It runs Android. It's coming in December. You going to go get one, Mike? I have enough Android phones. NTT Docomo, they're putting it out. They're partnering with Square Enix. It's an SH... Dash 01F, I don't know what it runs. Android 4.2, it's got a Snapdragon 2.2 gigahertz quad-core processor, um, 15.9 megapixel camera, 2.1 megapixel front-facing camera, supports NFC, and has a 3,000 milliamp ba- battery, and it has Dragon Quest Seven: Journey of the Cursed King pre-installed. Okay, Ugh, that's Dragon jerks. Quest Eight actually. It has Dragon Quest Eight: Journey of the Cursed King pre-installed. Chris, you forgot one key thing. This person really messed up the story. What is that? That the phone is ugly. Is it? You don't like it? 
What? It's it's nothing special. It's just a couple of slimes. It's on slimes the back. on the back, but it comes with Dragon Quest installed. Come on, so I can download it. Can for you? Like a dollar. Can you? Who cares? When? When can you drive? That, that hasn't come out yet. The mobile port. If you're in Japan, like, so you're trying to say that this that game is going to be exclusive only to this phone? No, it's not. But it comes with it pre-installed. I think that's cool. All right, whatever. Pre-installed, really? Is that would is that the the level of, of? They didn't even make it look like an R2D2. Like at least the R2D2 phone looks like r2d2 <laughs> yeah and it's like actually it's molded it's not just like hey we put some slimes on the back that you could have totally done with a case all right and enough. you know it's going to have a huge markup right of course it's square enix related because it's pre-installed do you want that markup hmm. then again this is not a phone for rational people so let's move on <laughs> all right pvp combat is coming to final fantasy 14 in the winter Mm-hmm. You heard about this, Michael? What's going on? It's part of the 2-1 update. They've been talking about it for a while. They've not really released any details. They've just shown that it's going to be possible. And we hope that it's better than Ballista. Do we? Yeah, because Ballista was pretty dumb. It says... Um, the fourth. Uh, what does it say? Just PvP-only actions that grant recovery from sleep, bind, and other enfeeblement effects. It's got an arena. So it's arena combat. Um, it is... Oh, that's all we know. It's arena combat with PvP-specific yeah. skills. So it should be better than Ballista, then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an actual PvP, PvP instead of, you know, we're going to make a game to make you pretend you have PvP. Right. Black Gold! What's Black I'm... Gold? It's oil, usually. But in this game, it's the case, it's a game by Snail Games. Uh, it's coming out in tr- early 2014, and they just launched, or they're going to launch, a closed beta um, early next year. I think uh, I played this game. It is a free-to-play MMO. Right. Yeah, I play this. It's a free-to-play MMO, and it's like it's basically half steampunk RPG, half fantasy. Yeah, RPG. they got a screenshot of a cool-looking airship going. So I hope that'll be good, but who knows? Uh, it's well, Snail Games, Snail which is not a Age of Wushu. Oh goodness. Um, let's just pass on that then. <laughs> not that I. Not to. No, no, dude. If you hate, say it. Age of Wushu was not a good game. No. <laughs> Maybe hey, if, one day it will be, put, but it ain't now. <laughs> if someone put out a really bad game before, wouldn't you be a little skeptical? It's okay. Mm-hmm. All right. There's a Persona 3 voice mix album that I don't own. I have to think about this. I have to convince Anna to let me buy it. All right. Hey, man, come on. Go show your own time. Ah, oh, but it's Persona 3 music. I love Persona 3 music. All right. Baldur's Gate 2 Enhanced has a date. Coming out November fifteenth. Yeah. All right, I was about to say it's going to come with both expansions, Shadows of. Wait, I'm sorry. The expansion, Throne of Ball. My, my apologies. I should have known that better. Uh, four new allies, complete with their own quests, and an arena challenge titled "The Black Pits Two: Gladiators of Fey." Um, in addition to PC and Mac versions, there will also be iOS and Android versions, but they don't have release dates for those yet. Uh, there's a video trailer thingy, and. This is it. This is the game. This is the pinnacle of this. Well, okay, I guess the pinnacle is the next step. They're going to make an original game, you think? Isn't that their plan? That's, that's always been the plan. Yeah. This one looks pretty pretty nice looking. Um, yeah, I bet you, if anything, this will probably be the one that's going to catch on a lot bigger than Baldur's Gate Enhanced Edition did. Because 2 was a much better game, isn't it? Um, I've only played 2, so I can't tell you if it's better. 
I just know it was really good. Everyone says it's like a much <laughs> it's, better game. It's a, it's a great game. <laughs> I've never finished it, and I put hours and hours and hours and hours in it. There's so much content in that game. I mean, that's the problem with these. Like, you're talking about a 100-hour-plus game here. Um, yeah, whatever. Okay. I wish we had time for games like that. Everybody stop putting out games. Every time you're pooping. Every time you're pooping? Yeah, is that how I'm going to do it? All right. One hour to go. One hour to go. One hour to go. (laughs) That's not going to get hemorrhoids or something with that. All right. Another character returns. What does this mean? Screening. I don't know what this means. Oh, okay. There's another character in Lightning Returns. And... Is it Cloud? Oh, um, it's kind of a spoiler. Vanille joins in the game somehow. Wait, you guys are just reporting that? Yes. Okay. It was October 14th news. That was five days ago. So Vanille's in the game somehow. Whatever. As a summon, I guess. I don't know. Or she shows up. What is it? It's all paradoxical time anyway. Yeah, nobody knows what's going on. All right. So Vanille's in the game. Be impressed. All right. Nintendo 3DS. Oh, wait. That's, um, we already covered that. How come my Pokemon don't show up in the daycare? I don't know. They have just, looks like, Little Hellhound and Meryl. But that's not what I put in there. I put my Froakie and Snickers in there, and I don't know where it is. They should show up. That's stupid, Nintendo. When do I get my egg? Give me my egg. So, there's a Tales of Exilia 2 trailer that came out this week. Um... The problem is I don't understand a darn bit of what's going on in it, and I think it's because I didn't play Tales of Exilia. Okay. Yeah, that would pretty much sum that up. Is that is that? I mean, it's all rough. I mean, are they characters from the first game in this trailer, or is this all new characters? There are new characters, and there are old characters in it. Okay. Yeah, and there's a train and a pocket watch, and I don't know what else, and crazy stuff. So at some point, I need to play Tales of Exilia. Is all that means. So, fortunately, I have a collector's edition that's sitting on the shelf that Anna made me buy. So, Valhalla Nights 3, out in North America already. So, everyone's jumped on that, right? Everyone picked up Valhalla Nights 3 this week, right? No? Okay. No. <laughs> coming out in Europe on October... Tw- uh, excuse me. Coming out in Europe... When? October 23rd, right? Yeah. October 23rd for £24.99. pence. And 29 euros, 99 cents. So figure that out. Nobody cares about Valhalla Nights 3? I'm shocked. Oh, come on, dude. Don't even pretend. <laughs> you know you're asking that facetiously. <laughs> All right. We had a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer come out this week. So we talked about Kingdom Hearts 2 and a half. That's all to get us ready for Kingdom Hearts 3. I saw this trailer, and it looked like, wow, this just looks like an HD Kingdom Hearts 1. There was nothing interesting about this trailer that I saw until you're kind of riding a ship on a roller coaster. And I was like, okay, that's kind of neat. And then you're riding a choo-choo train. But this is not looking very innovative. Did you guys feel the same? Did you watch the trailer? Did anyone care? I think, didn't watch the trailer. I think it's pretty as evergreen. You know what I mean? If you age out of it, who cares? There's an entire generation of kids who will, who will play it. It's just, it did not show me anything adults. impressive is all. Um, hmm. But I guess it was more of a graphical tech demo or something. I don't know. Yeah, uh, man, you should be impressed by the polygons. Mm, all right. Polygons. Xenoblade and Metroid Prime Trilogy will be 40 bucks on Black Friday, it looks like, at GameStop. 
Eh? No? Now they're going to bring back Xenoblade in a trilogy with Metroid? What? Xenoblade and Metroid Prime Trilogy. That's the story. But really, the point is Xenoblade would be... Oh, so both of them won't be 40 each. Yeah. So Xenoblade for 40 bucks. That's half price, right? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, all right. No, I mean, that's good because I was actually thinking of picking it up. But my GameStop doesn't even carry Wii games anymore. Ooh. Well, I'm like, wow, 3DS and Wii U. That's all you carry for Nintendo. All right, great. (laughs) They couldn't wait to get rid of them, apparently. Apparently, so they can not sell their Wii U games, I guess. Has anyone uh, touched Magicka Wizard Wars? Does anyone know what that is? It is the PvP Magicka thing. We cover Magicka. Yeah, I mean, we've played Magicka, but I've never been interested in the PvP, so I know of it. I haven't played it. Well, Mm. it's on early access, so you can get into Mm. it now if you want by buying into it and then shoot spells at people. But uh, I guess we'll just leave that at that. Uh, there's an update for Dragon's Crown. Did you play around with the update, Michael? It's just um, crossplay. Oh, okay. Did you? Oh, well, that's nice. Except you have to buy both versions of the game. Well, no. That means and if you have the Vita cross... version and I have, then I have the PS3 version, then we can play together. Oh, right, yeah. right. Unfortunately, okay, it's something. neither cross buy nor yeah. cross save. Okay. Right. Well, at least you can play versus each other now. Yes, that's right. I thought you could already. I'm shocked that you couldn't. No. Yeah, it pissed Uh, off a lot of people that you couldn't. I imagine so. Um, World of Warcraft, Battle Chest, like the thing they offer that lets you buy a bunch of the expansions at once, now includes Cataclysm. So they always do this. They rotate the latest one in. and uh, So now all you have to buy is that. This is much earlier than than previous cycles, though. Really, there's a time limit on how long they can... You know what I mean? How long they can milk it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But it's nice because for me, I actually bought another battle chest because it was on sale at Best Buy so that I could power level some characters. And now I can power level them further. Yay. Wait, you think that code that you haven't redeemed yet will work? Absolutely. No. Yes. Seriously? It is retroactive. It's retroactive? To old, if you, to un, old unredeemed battle chests. Oh, to unredeemed. Okay. Unredeemed. So it's really good that you didn't redeem that now. I kept trying to tell you to. Oh, I'm glad you didn't. Um, Shadowrun Returns now supports Linux, so if you haven't played it yet and you've got a Linux machine, you can jump in on that. And, of course, the patch also includes some other stuff. I'd tell you about them, but I haven't played the game yet. Uh, Diablo 3 Reapers of Souls, playable at BlizzCon on both PC and PS4. Apparently, they don't like the Xbox One. Hmm. Or, you know... It's probably some money exchanging hands there. You know what? It's probably just... We need to pick one console because we have so much floor space and we can't put everything out there. And, like, it's, it's probably a cool marketing deal. Like, okay. Sony probably provided all of those PS4s. Well, happily. I would hope they would. They have to. <laughs> yeah, but, like, they, they, they're they like, hey... Yeah, but you know what I'm trying to say, though? They, they Not only did they provide them, they, like, free of charge. No problem. Okay. It's like the co-marketing money. Mm-hmm. Co-marketing. Um, but, yeah, the BlizzCon used this week. Say what? You want me to go into it? Yeah, please do. Yeah, jump in it. Okay, so first this week they announced the BlizzCon. Wait, the BlizzCon show floor map and it's uh their their panel their panel schedule. So I know you guys watch online, so you guys are I'm sure you guys are gonna be curious about some of what the key panels are this year. Uh one thing that was absolutely that was um noticeably absent from the show floor and from the panel thing is any substantial like StarCraft stuff. So it seems like 
we're not going to hear anything big on Legacy of the Void. Maybe a trailer, maybe some lip service, but nothing big because it's sure it's going to be panels, just like Heart of the Swarm was. But not. But if you look at the panel list, it's not even that many StarCraft panels. There's like one, and even then, it's not even on the main stage. It's on the side stage, so they're not going to talk very much about uh, Legacy of the Void. Um, the big thing that's actually taking up some of the most show floor space this year is Heroes of the Storm. That's uh, Okay, they... so they renamed Blizzard All-Stars to Heroes of the yes. Storm because they want to confuse people because they have Heart of the Swarm and Heroes of the Storm. It's not fun. But it's not short form to hot. It's just Heroes. Well, according to them, they don't get to choose the short form. Well, I'm pretty, if, if in all their press releases and on their community manager starts tweeting out, hey, you guys playing Heroes? Do you guys playing Heroes? Yeah, it'll, it'll catch probably, on eventually. Yeah, it'll probably be Heroes. Um, mm, except but, Heroes is already used by Heroes of Magic. And Heroes the TV show. <laughs> and Battlefield Heroes. Yeah, so, so that's really not going to catch on. <laughs> um, people just call it Blizzard Heroes. You know what, Mike? I'm going to disagree with you that there's a big cross-section between Heroes of Might and Magic fans and Heroes of the Swarm fans. Or Heroes of the Swarm? refuse to. What is it? Heroes of the, Storm? Heroes of the Swarm? I don't know. Whatever. Does it matter? You already can't get it right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so here's some of the big panels. So there's a, there's a big like hour and a half panel called World of Warcraft. What's next? So we're guessing that's the next uh, expansion announcement. Um, what is it? World of Warcraft. What's next? Then, yeah, yeah. But it would have see, to be. wouldn't the trademark thing have leaked by now? That's a good point. They usually do by now. Hmm. And that's what we find out about Heroes of the Swarm, of the Storm, damn you, Chris. <laughs> and that's why, we, and everyone thought that was the next uh, World of Warcraft expansion, remember? Yeah. Hmm. So, of course, you have, you know, the, you have Hearthstone panels, you have Diablo Reapers of Souls, big previews, you have one tiny StarCraft Two update, that's an hour on, this, on the side stage. That seems like that's, it really does seem like StarCraft is a... Uh, being oh. underemphasized this year. Speaking of WoW news, I actually stand corrected. Yeah. If you have the battle chest, in fact, if you even had vanilla WoW and you've never bought an expansion, you now get that expansion for free. What? Mm-hmm. What? Even vanilla WoW? Yep. Hmm. Because they want to encourage you to buy the next expansion. Because they want yes. you to pay a monthly fee. That's yeah, why. that's why. That too. <laughs> of course, Michael already had Cataclysm, so this doesn't help him. Um, <clears throat> okay. One last thing before we move on. One big panel here that nice. I think a lot of people are excited for is the World of Warcraft movie presentation. I'm not excited for that. Should I be? So apparently Duncan Jones, the director, is going to be there. Yep. And they're going to be there with the the, the entire team talking about exactly what this movie is well i don't know maybe i think it sounds like they're just more talking about what it's like working together what is it like working with blizzard oh they're really cool man they really give me a lot of freedom and they're really really helpful in letting me put my ideas you know i don't want to hear that stuff just show me some pictures here's what the torrent look like yay (laughs) or nay just let's get over it doesn't that's what we want to know, right? What do the Torn look like? I want is to know good who's playing Thrall and what does he look like? Yes. Yeah. What do the orcs look like? You know, honestly, this doesn't sound like a very hot BlizzCon this year. It it was shaping up to be the hottest 
And now it it's not looking so hot. It looks like nothing about StarCraft II expansion. Nothing. Some We will have stuff about the Diablo Three expansion, but really that's not as interesting because... Well, they already pulled the veil off in the yeah, Gamescom. Exactly. And then we have a Wizard World of Warcraft expansion announcement, hopefully. Yeah. That could be interesting, but not to a lot of people. Um, and then Heroes of the Storm, which is another Dota game, which people are kind of t- tired of right now. They're either into it or they're like, okay, you guys have your things. Go play them. Leave us alone. So what does that leave? Yeah, that's the bad thing about BlitzCon is that you have to shell out that money well in advance. You got to pay for that hotel early so they don't sell out. You got to pay for that ticket. So you're like $1,000 in the hole, including the flight. And before you even know if it's even a good show. I mean, look at the show floor. I'm looking at what's playable. One big booth for uh, Heroes of the Storm. One big booth for World of Warcraft. A little that, booth for PS4. Do you and feel then, that the playable stuff was really the attraction of a BlizzCon? Those lines are ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, so... But the lines are long. That doesn't make it appealing If you to don't me. go to the lines, then what do you do there? I don't know. What do you do there? You, you're the only one who's been. You wander around. You, you meet up with guilds and then go to Disneyland. Hmm. <laughs> Why did you pay for the? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> I, I, it's easy to spend all day parked in front of a panel, but you, I think a lot of people do try to play a game eventually because I, you I do think, run out of stuff to do. I think you know. Once again, I think BlizzCon especially is one of those conventions that's really worth catching via the internet streams and not in person. I think this year in particular. Yeah. All right. BlizzCon. All right. Well, that's the interesting stuff so far. Uh, they also won a seven million dollar judgment against the, the bots. I don't know how that works. Ceiling uh, Fan Software, who was making World of Warcraft bots, so they they won a seven million dollar lawsuit against them. And Blizzard would like you to help design Diablo 3's next legendary item. Uh, um, me in particular. Yeah, it's or called Design a Legendary. They're doing it. I don't know. You go to the Diablo blog, and they're they're going to design a legendary item, and you can help with it. Um, how, um, it's it's not really started yet, so just keep your eyes tuned and at Diablo3.com, and you can help them make a legendary if you really care about that. Um, we have Nintendo working to fix. All right, this is a public service announcement. Pokemon <laughs> X and Y has a save-corrupting bug. Everyone who's playing X and Y, please take note. If you save in... How's it? The outer ring or the lower two streets... It's okay, so-, so it's the full outer ring and the lower two alleys of Lumio City. This is the city that's designed in a circle. It's a Pokeball. Yeah, okay. So so if you are inside of a building, if you are inside any of the northern alleyways, or if you are outside the city, then you are fine. Some games, but not all, will be affected where the game crashes upon attempting to reload the save or immediately after saving, and um, you need to hard reset your 3DS, and every time that you attempt to load the save, it will be it will hard crash again. So, Yay. don't save inside that city, or look no, at this map is, and save in the right place. <clears throat> or save, so, in, save in a building, that works too, apparently. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, man. but I can imagine so many people just not, never getting this information, never getting this warning... Because, they, you know, imagine the cross-section of who buys Pokemon, not necessarily people on video game blogs. Well, Here's- and look at how many people were basically the avo- avoiding the internet for the past five days because they didn't want to be spoiled. So, uh, Something else to notice? They're going to patch this. 
Yes, they, so they officially put out an apology in Japan and a map. I don't know if they've done it for North America and Europe yet. But yeah, it's, a patch is coming. This is interesting to see Nintendo patch anything. They rarely patch. No, That's why not, they put the patch no, system on the 3DS. Don't give me that, Mike. They they, they the last thing I remember them patching Metroid. is they patched what? Um Mario Kart. Met- they patched Mario Kart, they patched Metroid, they've done all sorts of things. Cause wait, wait, the Metroid other end patch, if I remember, you had to send them your memory card into Nintendo with your save on it. This that is was if it was already corrupted. Okay. If it wasn't, then you just downloaded the patch. I just, I just think it's sad that, you know, patches from Nintendo are news stories. It's like they're so, in, I think so uninterested in doing any patchwork on their games. I think that's a good thing because it means most of the time they release their games are not broken. Because, <laughs> all right, fine, fine, all right. Um, Wolf and Elfram has added a Pokedex into their into the into their thing. So let's see how does this work. Siri, what yes. level? No, wait, no, Scott, you got if it. You, so if you go to wolframalfram dot com and just type in a Pokemon, you will get the Pokedex entry for that. Pokemon, including p- pictures and a plane curve of the Pokemon and all this stuff. Um, so you can type in Pikachu, get their Japanese name, their Pokedex number, um, the species, the height, all that good stuff. All the stuff you'd want in a Pokedex, right? Um, the only thing you don't what get level is... level does Charmander evolve? As, the only thing you don't get is Pikachu, the electric mouse Pokemon. You don't get, like, you know, the, the summary from the anime or something like that. So they what, say it works through Siri, but half the time Siri doesn't understand what the hell you're saying. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, since Siri will search Wolfram Alpha, if you give her a query that she will that she uses to search Wolfram Alpha, or he, if you use the the male Siri, um, it will pull it out. So, like, what is the strongest Pokemon, or which Pokemon has the strongest attack, or something like that? It will pull that out of a, a full list of like Pokemon sorted by attack strength. But it's not working for every query we found. Still. If you uh you need a a weird way, to, there are cool things you can do with Wolfram Alpha and use like their APIs and hook it up and build other things on top of it. Wolfram Alpha is now a data source for Pokemon, so go play with that if you're the kind of person who likes to design web things that. Which know. Pokemon has the highest HP? <laughs> Pokemon. Did it work? No. No. It literally said pokey and then man. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It's like, we don't answer that question on the internet. <laughs> Ooh, the Nintendo of Europe has put out the announcement about the Pokemon X and Y bug, along with an English map. Um, has Nintendo of America. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, in the meantime, my favorite news story of the week, and I already—I know I already had one of those, but this is my second favorite news story of the week. There is now a Final Fantasy Oversight Committee. <laughs> Square Enix has in- established a committee of key developers to oversee the ongoing quality of the Final Fantasy franchise. So Long here's what you got. Coming. And it's staffed by a whole bunch of people who screwed up Final no, Fantasy no, 14. No, no, I was wrong about that, Anna. Oh, okay. I was wrong. My bad. Those two people are not involved. I, I just had the wrong names. My apologies. All right. Naoki Yoshida, director of Dragon Quest Monster Battle and Final Fantasy 14: A Realm Reborn. This is the good Final Fantasy 14 guy. Hajime Tabata, director of Type-0 and Final Fantasy 7 spinoffs Before Crisis and Crisis Core. Okay, so 
we'll just ignore before crisis. Um, oh wait, no, that's the good one on the cell phone. Sorry, never mind. Motomu Toriyama, director of the Final Fantasy Thirteen series. Hmm. Some people will be happy about him being there. Some people will not be happy about him being there. And Yoshinori Kitase, longtime series producer and director of Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII. Nomura is not involved. That's, of course, um, chief zipper man of Final Fantasy fame. And uh, let's see. That, he also and that's likes it. buttons. He also likes buttons? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so that's that's where we're at. Those are the, those are the people involved um. in... In, Why would you be surprised the zipper guy isn't involved? None of those people are artists, right? But Nomura is not just an artist anymore. He's a director. Okay. He's a he's a creative producer and like he's running the versus thirteen stuff. That's his team. Okay. Yeah, here's a bit of a diva too when it comes to production. Um what did he he, he does the Kingdom Hearts games now too, right? So Or did he always do them? I don't remember. Yeah, like a lot of the like modern Final Fantasy is his vision. All right, so that's that's it. Those people are going to oversee the brand, uh, the Final Fantasy franchise, and try and make it better. I guess they won't say well, what it's hey, doing. Better and a better someone looking over the franchise's interests as a whole. Well, I just nobody. I just think it's ironic. Like the company is screwing it up, so let's put a bunch of people from the company in charge of fixing it. Like My, they were screwing up because someone would run with the ball in a different direction every time. Hmm. But you, all right, you kind of want that to some degree, though. So I don't know. You kind of do, I guess, but I don't even know what Final Fantasy fans want from Final Fantasy anymore at this point. It seems People, like so many years. Nobody knows. Well, everyone's gonna. Reboots. Yeah, it's it, it's a. Hmm. How do you fix Final Fantasy? That's my question to you. How do you fix Final Fantasy? Stop caring about it. Just come back when it's good. <sighs> what do you think? Don't fix. Don't fix what isn't broke. It's you not broken, huh? It's not broken. Not broken. Okay, so this committee's unnecessary. No, this committee is entirely necessary. But you said it's because not broken. We, Why do they need a committee? Because they want to make sure that they don't... One of the big problems, this is the big argument against fourteen. It wasn't always the content, it was everything, is that it didn't feel Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy thirteen's big complaint was people said it didn't feel Final Fantasy. They want the committee there to make sure that what they feel defines a Final Fantasy game has all the core elements in the game. Doesn't matter about the innovation and everything else. Just does it feel like Final Fantasy? And yes, this which, has been missing. Which, you know, funny thing is probably just going to translate to more chocobos, more black mage costumes. No, no, no. Like a lot of superficial stuff. No, if you actually read Yoshi's stuff, he talks about what made Final Fantasy and why it was such a big focus in A Realm Reborn. And there are three quality things. And... Those are what need to be in Final Fantasy games. This is what's going to be in 15. This is what's in A Realm Reborn, and to some extent, probably in Lightning Returns. What are those three quality things? I'd have to look it up again, but they were not just like chocobos and black mages. They were like, it has to be, you know, this part of element. It was, and one of them was about, like, the story. The story must be paramount. It must be, you know, it can't just be thrown together. Um, another one was... Uh, there has to be more cameos. Yes, there does have to be chocobos. It doesn't mean they have to be a core. It doesn't mean they have to be the only transportation. But you want to be able to have more of the Final Fantasy elements in the thing. If you finish Final Fantasy fourteen, you ride around in Magitek armor. That's Final Fantasy. Okay, it's pulling in other. Well, things. that's fan service. Actually, that's kind of too and much. Fan service. Oh, please, let's name a game in Final Fantasy that isn't mostly fan service. Final um, Fantasy 1. 
Final Not Fantasy. Not gonna count. You only had one. <laughs> Final Fantasy six isn't mostly fan service. Yeah, it is. Is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. How so? Okay. Job system. It's calling back to lots of older jobs. It's not Final Fantasy six does not have a job system. Oh, six. I thought you said five. No, six. I didn't say five. Six is still using ATB. It's still using the sprite system. It used everything from four and uh, five. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying but, using sprites is fan service now? Uh, who needs fan service when you can have man service anyway? I just, I, I just disagree with what you're calling fan service. I think having series staples and fan service are two different things, and you can tell when you are just throwing in stuff just Mog. to do be to to pander versus just, Mog. huh? Mog. Mog. Mog is fan service. Mog is fan service. He's the first series, first playable Moogle. He's in there just as fan service, is what you're saying. Yes. Okay. I don't know that I agree with that, but okay. Because people asked for it for the last, when there were Moogles in four, people like, I want to be, I want to play a Moogle. And they're like, no, well, maybe next time. Okay. So, wow. Final Fantasy VI comes out. You can play a Moogle. I just. Yeah. That doesn't feel the, the same to me as throwing in Magitek armor. The Magitek armor feels so out of place. Sorry, go no. ahead, Manny. No, it doesn't. The fact that he is Moogle as okay. opposed to any other character that they've invented just for that game is if why it's fan service. If you play the story, the Magitek armor makes perfect sense. So you can't just go, oh, gee, Magitek armor doesn't make sense. If you actually go anywhere and see the Empire built no, no, out there... You're right. Magitek armor as a concept, using that is one thing. But when it's the Final Fantasy VI concept art worth magic armor that's what feels out of place to me it's it's the concept art for another game being thrown in this game just to play on your nostalgia well the whole of this game should have been that it should just be called final fantasy online just like 11 should have been and then sure. you wouldn't have this problem because then all these cameos wouldn't matter lightning right. being in there you know you're right being and in- the mmo is supposed to be a place i guess with 14 is supposed to be a place where you can have these sort of fan servicey things and have a celebration of the series um well, is what been, they're going been, for right well it's not celebration it's like bringing in other elements that you want i mean the first i think i think having fame fates with um lightning as a cat girl is a celebration of the series no 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 no. that is the epitome of fan service no you have it wrong okay in 14 you have a fate with lightning in lightning return she has a makote outfit with ears and tail Mm -hmm. she is not a makote in 14 okay Having Lightning show up and dress up as a Miko, as a cat girl. In her own game. In her own game? Yes. Okay. Did you miss that? Not yeah. in 14, only in her own game. No, she's a cat girl inside 14 as well. No, she's no, not. she's They've not. Shown fates as her in her usual Odin. People told level. me this weeks ago. They are wrong. Okay. All the right, outfit then. is only in Lightning Returns. All right, then. All right. That's better. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, it is better. <laughs> and I mean, the first one they give you, the first minion they give you for signing up for thirty days is like this little pointing finger from Final Fantasy One. The cursor. <laughs> yes. So you know, it's all sorts of. See, little... and you wouldn't have gotten away with any of that in Eleven, right? No, because Eleven had its very distinct. We want to be the next Final Fantasy. We're not just MMO online. Yeah, and it also was like we want to be like our own world. Like in a real uh, whatever. Anyway, 
<sighs> All right, so Final Fantasy and, isn't hurting. We don't need a committee then, I would argue, if no, no, you're no, saying no. that. There were some games that needed more elements. They also took way too long to find the theme in Final Fantasy XII. They have taken, they've struggled since ten at getting focus. Now, a lot of that probably has to do with Sakaguchi not being there. Regardless mm-hmm. of what you think of his stories, he did drive these games. Okay. So, uh, 12 took five years. It took firing Matsuno. It took all sorts of this mess to get a story that But didn't that's, really... 12 was so long ago, comparatively. I don't, I don't no, know if that's no. a bearing on whether or not you make a committee now. I think that's, okay. it's so all about the 13 the games history. and the versus no. 13 mess. No, you look at the history. 12 was a mess. 13 required a remake, an apology, all this stuff. 14 failed miserably. You have three games in a row where you have not had core dynamics with the creation. You've not had a focus. You've been very um, ridiculed by your fans to the point that people post as Final Fantasy dead and crap like that. You need a committee to say, this is what made the first 10 good. This is what we're going to continue oh, on. Oh, no, no. I'm, I, I reject that because that assumes that 11 and 12 weren't good. Okay, 11 is its own entity, and mm-hmm. what you're going to learn from 11 is going to be in 14. That mm-hmm. doesn't count. Mm-hmm. I also do think 11 is good, and maybe they will pull from there, but I also don't feel that 11 is Final Fantasy. Sure, okay. It doesn't feel like a Final Fantasy. It feels like a great fantasy RPG online. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, except for the crystals of where you home point, it doesn't feel Final Fantasy to me. The uh-huh. job system is the only thing that ties back into it. Right. Job system and Chocobos. Okay. There's more to that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, they're, so, you know, they're <laughs> up, hey, guys. Yeah. We need to say goodbye to John. Aww. John Sleepy. John. John. I, need to, I need to go and have dinner like. 20 minutes ago. Okay. John, you're so, John, man. you tell me, is Final Fantasy broken? He already said no. no I, don't, I don't think so. Okay, good. Thank you. See you next week. Bye. Bye. All right. So. Uh, the committee's more What about 12, focus. Michael? What about 12? Well, 12 is my favorite, so what are you picking on that for? I, I'm but not I picking do... on it. I don't understand why people. Why that. Why that's being used as evidence of why Final Fantasy is broken or how that isn't because, Final Fantasy. Okay. It's just a different. I, I, didn't, I didn't say it wasn't Final Fantasy, but. Matsuno tried to take it one way. They had such an internal conflict with how that was supposed to go. He eventually got released. They changed the story. They broke the story mm-hmm. because now you have part uh, Vaughn and Pinello and part Evilis. Okay, mm-hmm. that story doesn't make sense as a whole. Okay, basically, I ignore the first fifteen hours and then I get a good story. Okay, that's how I look at it. Okay, okay. This <clears throat> this is more about when they are coming up with fifteen because now they're turned what. Um, what did they turn into 15? Versus 13. Versus 13. So 13 turns into 15. That's a problem. We had Novala Crystallis. Now we don't because now we're turning one of our games into a whole other game. This has shown that Square Enix has a lot of confusion going on. They don't really know how to handle Final Fantasy the way they used to. And they need a committee to say, what do we need in Final Fantasy? What are the core elements we need? What are this? What are that? to get them off the ground running so they actually make Final Fantasy games and not just the next big game. I do think the committee's a good idea. Okay. I wish they could get Sakaguchi involved. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I but mean, just He doesn't as, work for them anymore. <laughs> you don't have to work for them. That's the thing. The way Japanese works, I mean, most of the musicians don't work for them. Most of the artists don't work for them. 
Yeah. You just contact him and say, can you be a consultant? I have a feeling that he doesn't get along with Square Enix well. I, you don't, you, I don't. You don't usually leave and form your own company that makes Japanese RPGs. You know, from after leaving a company that makes Japanese RPGs, you know that, that that's, yeah. You don't see Keiji Nafune eager to work with Capcom again. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, the way they kept Tanaka on for fourteen, the way they do things with their musicians, it doesn't seem like a big stretch to be like, do you want to be a consultant or not? Okay. Well, um, with that, I think that leads us right into the end of the show and our question of the week. So I want to tell you how to leave feedback for the show. You go to board.rpgamer.com and join our message forums and leave us a ah, feedback there. You can go to podcast.rpgamer.com on your email client and send us an email. You can also use the telephone and call 608-729-4098. That's 608-729-4098. Call now. Operators are standing by. And you can leave a short, pithy voicemail message of 30 seconds or less and tell us this week, among all three of those methods of contact, is Final Fantasy broken in your opinion? And what would you do to fix it? And how do you think this committee might fit into it? What can they do? That's what I want to hear from you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the show. Thank you, Michael. Thank you... John, who's not here anymore. Thank you, Anna Marie. And thank you, Emmanuel. I am tired and hungry, man. <laughs> so am I. So we're going to pop off, and we'll be back next week. Remember, please donate to Extra Life. There are sick kids out there who need your help. Please help heal those kids. Help us with Extra Life. Please go and donate right now. Extra Life is dot, extralife.org if you want more info. When on is this. Extra Life again? Give us a quick November reminder. 2nd. We'll be playing games for 25 hours. Please, sponsors, I say a dollar an hour. Give me a $25 donation, and I think you uh, you will get two entries, multiple entries, into our contest, and you will also get, um, you know, the good satisfaction of knowing you're helping heal kids and make the world a better place. Go donate now at extra-life.org. Look for the RP Gamer team, or go click on the button on our site right there at rpgamer.com. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you next week. Until then, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm hungry.